0: Beyond Call- Room,
1: <laughs> a Grayson Abbey podcast. I'm your host Bree, and I'm Abby,
0: and we are in season eight.
1: And you survived the holidays. You
0: survived a month without hearing from us.
1: You really did. This how place- are you doing? Yeah. How was life? How was the holidays? Did you Did you make it out alive? Did you kill a family member?
0: Did you gain a family
1: member? Yeah.
0: Did you hook up with someone on New Year's Eve?
1: Ooh, any ran- I'd love to hear stories of like random kisses. Yeah. Because you and I.
0: Won't have that.
1: that. (laughs) So I just love to live through people. Um, Welcome back. This is the Gray Sanity podcast. We basically deep dive every single episode of the show and we're finally in season eight. We've made it. That was
0: a deep sigh. A deep relief.
1: If we finish this, in a few weeks we'll be halfway because we're halfway through season 16 in real time.
0: Right. But I mean, there's going to be more, but.
1: But that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know how we got here.
1: Also that it took two years.
0: Has it really been two years? It's almost
1: three, I think. Holy shit. What have we been doing with our lives? <laughs> I know. It's wild. Um, so, okay. First of all, announcements. Right. If you want to be <coughs> more involved in the podcast and you want to co-host, you're going to hear a lot of co-hosts this season. Almost every episode.
0: I think so. It's going
1: to have a patron. And if you're listening to that and you want to be that person, go to patreon.com slash theoncallroom. If you only have $2 a month to give, you can join our Facebook group. You get our show notes. You get access to the podcast a day early. That's for $10, right?
0: That's correct, yes. Okay,
1: $5 gets you bonus episodes once a month. You can call Time of Death. You get access to our voicemail number. Uh, And then $10 gets you co-hosting. Zoom on like once a month, we actually f- hang out physically.
0: I almost said physically, <laughs> we don't physically, but Maybe virtually, yeah.
1: Maybe for a hundred dollars a month,
0: <laughs> you get to come and we hang will out. buy
1: you a glass of wine,
0: yes, but you have to get to us, you have to come here. Mm-hmm. But
1: I would do that if mm. you want to pay a hundred dollars and you want to come have a glass of wine with us, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll <laughs> you do that. that.
0: Yeah, that's actually really funny, <laughs> just
1: like a one time donation, yeah,
0: but no one ever does it. <laughs> Maybe someone would. Who Maybe knows? someone who lives in Grand Rapids, right? But then I feel bad. It's like, well, just come have a glass of wine. It's Don't give like me on. Donation, out. right?
1: And we would be like, it's going to lead to more glasses,
0: right? So really, you would be benefiting. You'd just be
1: paying for the bar tab.
0: <laughs> That's so, really all you would be doing. So if you
1: want to take us out for a drink? Yeah. Just come do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what else? Where else can they find us?
0: Um, you can find us on Instagram at the On Call Room Pod. Um, we might have been a little quiet during the holidays but
1: we're back bitches
0: so there's that you can also find me on my personal account at BJ Babs
1: and me at Abby Elmore
0: perfect Um, you can also visit us we have a website theoncallroompod.com it's a great Uh,
1: place to like send us a message yes if you have some positive feedback
0: yes if you have some thoughts that are really great if you want to just lift us up about (laughs) how wonderful we are uh, send us a little message there or on Instagram
1: yeah we love both Although, sometimes I go in the Instagram DMs and you, obviously, you get to them faster than me. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish I'd known that this was a conversation. I wish I got the notifications.
0: Maybe I will screenshot them and send them to if you. If they're so really you can good. O- yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, okay. Also, the best thing you can do for us is leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps people find the podcast and then choose to actually hit play.
0: Yes. Also, make sure to subscribe.
1: Yes, please do.
0: Yeah. We never really say that, but like…
1: Subscribe and… Gucci gang, subscribe and like. I think that's
0: what the teenagers <laughs> say. Um, we are back to a five star, five scalpel. Wait,
1: I'm loving this review that you're gonna
0: share. I know. So
1: were they drunk? Or I don't do they, know. Is it a bot?
0: I don't know. So we have two reviews that we're gonna sh- uh, featured reviews. Well, these are two.
1: Yeah, well, they are two. Just one.
0: Yeah. So we have two reviews. Um, <laughs> the first one's pretty short, so I decided to do a second review um, from Jingle Dexter thirteen. It says, "I live this." <laughs> I don't know if that means like. They're living this life. They're love, they are love They this. They love
1: this and they're drunk.
0: I feel, I like to think that what they're saying is like, I live this podcast. <laughs> this is also my life.
1: I also like to think that phones autocorrect love to live so often. Yes. That they're just like, I'm going with it. Yeah. I,
0: I love the name Jingle Dexter.
1: Yeah. I love Jingle Dexter, whoever you are.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, the other one is from gpal95. It's, it said, it's a great day to podcast. What a find. If you think there isn't a tribe for you, uh, for your Seattle Grace, Grace Sloan Memorial Heart, I have great news there is. And they're living it up at the on-call room.
1: I also love that she said it's a beautiful day to podcast. That means she's up to date with yes. her current episodes. So. Beautiful. That's, that's great. Um. Okay, so it's post-holidays, but is it fine to say that in real time right now they haven't it's, happened yet? Yes,
0: I think that's fine.
1: I think it's fine too. But we wanted to just give you a laugh yeah, after the holidays, and
0: like a little sense of relief that they're over. But like you know, there's always a letdown after the holidays, right? So this is like bringing you back to like those joyous, merry times. Also,
1: holy shit, it's 2020,
0: right? It's not yet, but it will be.
1: <laughs> but time is an interesting but while thing. While you're listening to this, it it's is 2020. <laughs> yeah, do you have it pulled up?
0: I do. Okay. So I was at work today and I was on BuzzFeed and I was (laughs) reading tweets about the holidays and I like couldn't handle it. Like I was doing the the laugh cry thing. I'm thinking about the time that we, uh, when we did like, we talked about the big hands and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It was like that type of laughing at work. And so I'm just going to read some tweets about yeah, the holidays. Pick
1: your favorites.
0: It says, interviewer, what are your qualifications? It <laughs> says me. I managed to fit the entire Christmas tree back into its box. <laughs> Interview, interviewer, welcome to NASA. You're an astronaut now.
1: <laughs> Do you have a fake? You don't have a fake tree. No. I don't either. Mine smells lovely like pine.
0: Um, sorry, I randomly asked for your address in the middle of December, but still never got around to sending you a Christmas card.
1: I did that today. I asked, I texted someone for their address. I know I'm not sending a card. They asked for mine. So I felt like it was only appropriate to ask for theirs.
0: Um, in quotes, let's go get a Christmas tree, a
1: divorce story. (laughs) Wait, send, I need that sent to me. That's my life.
0: Um, our Christmas card should just be my kids on top of those balls in front of Target and a pic of everyone with a cold 10 days later. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I need to go back to the divorce one. Yeah. That's so accurate.
0: I know, dude.
1: Please write in the Facebook group, the On Call Room Listener Squad, if you have also fought with your significant other or roommate while putting up a tree.
0: John, I didn't let him put the lights up. He went to help and I was like, you don't go in out. He just raps.
1: Oh, you go in out. How many oh, strands are on that tree?
0: Uh, probably Eight.
1: Oh my God! We only have three.
0: Oh no, Abby, you did it all wrong. I'm so sorry, <laughs> know, but you, the depth—it's the depth. I
1: know. My dad used to do the lights.
0: Yeah, and so I'll teach you.
1: I have like a sort of a, a patriarchal—not even—not even, not even patriarch. I just have like a a society role that I feel like men, if they live with you, should do the lights, which is not.
0: Oh, John, I didn't allow it.
1: That's great because the
0: last year I did. And.
1: <laughs> but I, I'm I have. gonna have to observe your tree in a yeah.
0: moment. I'll I'll show you after this. Um, what part of I don't want to spend any more money? Don't I understand?
1: That's me. Did you make any Black Friday purchases? I did not.
0: No, I was. I'm you? pretty much done with my Christmas shopping, and I was before Black Friday. I have a couple more things I have to get, but most of my wrapping's done. And
1: are there things you could have saved money on had you done it that nope. weekend? Okay, perfect. Then you're nope. good. Um, did I make a Black Friday purchase for myself? Absolutely. <laughs> Did my parents and I agree we're not doing gifts this year? Yes. Yes. So I took that as, great, I'll just buy myself what I want. Perfect. (laughs) I'm going to put it under the trees, but I can't have it. And then you
0: can open, you should wrap it.
1: Because, yeah, because we aren't doing gifts. We're like doing this weekend thing. Yeah. And so I'm kind of sad. So I bought myself shit, which is the opposite of what I should have done. I think,
0: I don't think it matters. Okay, great. Um, Just began my annual tradition of getting a roaring fire going, making the fireplace Too hot for Santa and worrying the kids. (laughs) Rude. Um, I love this one. This is kind of how I felt putting the lights up. Fuck it. That's good enough. Me 10 minutes into decorating the Christmas tree.
1: (laughs) Just 10 minutes in. So
0: I decorated for Christmas before we got the tree, like two weekends before. And John was sleeping and I was like putting garland up and I was trying to like wrap the lights around the garland and I was getting it just right. And it was over the... It's in the kitchen. It was over the windowsill and it all just like fell down and unraveled. And I went, God damn it, fuck it. And I walked away and I didn't get back to it for hours. I just left it hanging there. Yeah. So that was me. Um, Holidays are great because websites produce all these articles like gifts your best friend will love and affordable gifts for your mom this Christmas. And I get to see all this shit that I'm going to end up buying for myself. Yeah, Yeah, that's me. Yeah, this one's cool or like little asterisk silently judges your Christmas tree
1: decorations. Oh no, don't do that to mine. That's what you do because I only have three strands. I might. I do have a lot of ornaments though.
0: That's important.
1: But we couldn't, and none of them are like bulbs. Yeah. They're all like personal ornaments. Yeah. Um. Because
0: Omi and Opie give you one. And of my them.
1: grandparents. But the problem is we had probably 25 that didn't go up because they don't have enough room. Mm. No, no. You got to get a bigger tree next my year. My Fraser fir, I like the Fraser fir because they don't Same. have two, Yeah. But this year, they were all a lot of thin. It's they were all small, small this year. They weren't fat. No, they were not. We used to, as a kid, hang the big ones on the bottom because there was like hefty, but there were no hefty branches.
0: I know. This year, our our Christmas tree is so much smaller this year, but they just didn't have any big Fraser firs this year. Ours I think is, it's the season.
1: Ours is tall, but it's not. It, ours br- is even shorter. The branches are just bleh. Yeah. I don't know what's it
0: about. smells so good though. It is nice to have a real Only Christmas for like dream. a
1: minute and then it.
0: But that's why I always like the Fraser for like Christmas I, candle. I three
1: candles burning. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, in rooms I was not even in.
0: Yes. That's how you have to it's do it. A, I have one in the bathroom always going. Such a waste. Yeah. Um, I am agnostic as in eggnog is my Lord and Savior.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't like eggnog. i have
1: never. No. Egg and milk. Ugh, Ugh.
0: Disgusting. No, seriously, thank you for the Christmas card with glitter all over it. We were actually running low.
1: <laughs> all over your house.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow, my kids are decorating the heck out of this small lower left section of our Christmas tree. One
1: little spot. Yeah. What did I, I saw something that was like, a lesson in self-control is like watching your children decorate the tree.
0: I cannot wait until you have kids and they have to decorate the tree. You're going to be like, mm, like. No, I,
1: I don't, because I don't really like, Okay.
0: Once it's up, you're going to re-put all the ornaments
1: yeah, where you Yeah, and go to bed at night, and I'll be like, yeah. the elf on a shelf did it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I loved. i follow—not follow. On my Facebook, there's a lot of, like, people who are moms, with kids who are, like, middle school and elementary age. <laughs> and this one was like, warning, warning, elf on a shelf tonight. Like, do not forget. Your children will remember. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, and, like, they post all the funny— Someone made one where it was, like, this— Action figure of Thor like <laughs> destroyed their elf. It was like broken peppermint patties. Oh, that's in the funny. shape of the elf. And he's like, the elf is gone.
0: <laughs> My mom has said, like, thank God, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, on yeah. the shelf didn't exist when you guys were growing up because like all the neighborhood moms were so competitive about shit. She was like, it would have been a living hell.
1: Yeah. Trying I- to
0: do something as cool as the other moms.
1: I've also seen a mom say that, like, they tell their kids that don't have one that it's because only the naughty kids have an elf on a shelf. So that Santa thinks that someone needs to, like, keep in check. But, like, Mm. if you're a good kid, you don't need one.
0: That's good. That's good. But that also, like, creates a complex for those other kids. I'm fucking better than you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Every time I get a holiday card in the mail, I am reminded that, compared to me, most people have their shit together.
1: (laughs) Also, this is what I do. Oh, that's cute. Throw it away. Yeah. Except for you keep mine. I do, because like you photo. give me a photo.
0: Yeah, and you put it in your if box. it's
1: like a collage of photos. Yeah, I don't do those. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Exactly. I always put it. I don't even it, have enough magnets.
0: I put it on the fridge for the holiday and then get rid of it.
1: Yeah. I found some Christmas cards, though, when I was taking out the decorations from, like, 2015, probably. or And it made me sad, because it was cards from people I don't get cards from anymore. Oh. Like old friends from college. Yeah.
0: Do you want me to still send you a card? Yes, because okay. I save—your
1: photo is on my office desk. Oh. Any photo from you, I will put up.
0: Oh, that's so nice. But if it's
1: a fucking collage, I'm throwing Fuck it Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm arranging all your
0: Christmas cards by number of years your marriage has left based on how forced the smiles are in your family photo. Rude. Rude. Um, the kids left Santa whole wheat cookies, so Santa forgot to leave their presents.
1: Yes, yeah. my dad. How I didn't understand Santa wasn't real is my dad made me put a a Miller light in a cigar. Oh. How oh. did I not? He wanted that. <laughs> yeah, and he would leave the cigar half-smoked. Oh, my God, the, that's so funny. How the fuck did I not realize no one else's s- Santa was getting a cigar? <laughs> cigar. No cookies that's so and no gr- carrots. But Only always a beer and a cigar.
0: That's so great. Also, I remember we would always get a note from Santa, oh, and it would yeah. be my mom's handwriting. She wouldn't even put, like, try and make it different.
1: My mom bought me the Harry Potter advent calendar as a St. Nick's gift, because mm-hmm. we used to do St. Nick's and she gave to me early. Yeah. But she uses this perfect, she has a Santa handwriting. Oh. It's like curly cute. Yeah, that's cool. One time, well, she didn't use it and that's when I knew. No. <laughs> no. So moms, if you pick, or dads, if you pick uh, handwriting, stick stay con- to it. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay
0: consistent. Um, Christmas morning, wife, you forgot to buy-, buy me a present again, didn't you? Me. How dare you? Hurriedly putting wrapping paper around the dog. I said, don't turn around. <laughs>
1: Uh that also made me think of uh that horribly sad sing- scene in love actually when Emma Thompson thinks she's going to get that necklace Oh for my Christmas, god it's so sad and she's crying to the Joni Mitch- is it Joni Mitchell? Yes. And then yeah. she like is crying And she like t- touches her eyes and then fixes the bed. Yeah, I like- know the
0: where she fixes the bed and she like pulls it down and then Fluffs her shirt. It's yeah. the
1: saddest scene in the history of television.
0: I'm John, and I just watched that the other day. He'd never seen it. I'm going to shout out. You can still watch it, even though it's not the holidays anymore. Let it snow on Netflix is like the oh. new version okay. of Love. Actually, it's about high schoolers, and it snows on Christmas Eve the day before, and they're like trying to throw a party, but it's all these different like stories, stories and couples. It's so good
1: that. Like I need to watch that because I don't. I don't know that my heart can handle love. Actually, it's yeah. really hard for me. It's very sad.
0: It is. Um, Let it snow was so cute. Okay, can't. Wait. I actually like started it again because I loved it that much. Wow. Uh, December twenty seventh. Walks up to a fully decorated Christmas tree. Nobody likes you anymore. Please leave. <laughs>
1: That's me. Wait, December 7th or January 7th? <laughs> December 27th. Oh. Two days after Christmas. Oh, yeah. I take
0: mine on the day after. Oh, no, no, no. I keep mine up till New Year's.
1: No. It's pine needles are falling.
0: Um, should I do like just a couple more?
1: Yeah, do two more.
0: Okay. Um,
1: do the drummer boy.
0: Oh, let me find that one because that was on a different one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. this one. The 12 days of Christmas is completely unrealistic. There is no way that you're still accepting gifts from someone after four days of
1: births. <laughs> Four days of. Yeah, wait. What is it? A partridge in a pear tree, two turtle doves, three. Three something wait. hens, four maids Go. of milking.
0: It's four calling birds, three French hens, oh, yeah. two turtle doves. Oh, yeah. And I a can do it backwards. I yeah, and a partridge. <laughs> wait. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock. Looking for shells on the North Pole beach.
1: <laughs> jingle bell, jingle, jingle bell. bell. Jingle Bell, rock. I uh,
0: got a rock. <clears <clears <throat> okay, let me do bell. like two more. Okay. Um, let's see. Do-do-do.
1: What's your favorite Christmas movie in the meantime?
0: um, I would say mine is probably um The Family Stone.
1: Oh, oh I haven't seen that once. I need
0: oh, really? I, I watch know. it every year. Or, Mine's It's um, a
1: Wonderful Life. That's great, too. Um, your reaction to that was poor. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Jimmy Stewart is a, a king.
0: <coughs> or um, uh, the year without a Santa Claus. It's like a oh, claymation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Um,
1: That's your reaction to It's a Wonderful Life?
0: I'm sorry. I just like.
1: Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. <laughs> when he yells and he's running down. It's so long and no one can ever stay awake for it with me. Except yeah. my mom.
0: Oh, but that's sweet because you probably have some really good memories. With I think mom. that
1: movie makes me sob. Well, why don't we watch it together? Will you stay awake?
0: I will. I promise.
1: Or should we watch Harry Potter? Oh, that's see. I always think about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. family. Um, last one.
0: Last one. Let's see For our listeners. Um, I gotta find the right one. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: That was the sound of my wine glass hitting a holiday coaster <laughs> <laughs> that's shaped like a saucer for tea, but I'm putting a wine glass on it. <laughs> Should we end it there? Or are you, um, can you find one?
0: Uh, cashier, do you want cash back? Me? I mean, who wouldn't? There's Ring of Fire. I walk the line. Let's not forget his Christmas album. Perfect. Perfect.
1: All right, listeners. We have, have a long episode for you today. Yeah, we have someone scrubbing in with us. It's very exciting. Remember, if you want to be on the podcast, you can just go to patreon.com slash callroom
0: Thanks for listening to our holiday shit after the holidays. And you know what? We're so happy to be in season eight and be back at it.
1: And in 2020.
0: Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. Hanukkah
0: and happy new year. And nothing.
1: Just and whatever nothing it is you celebrate. And happy snow. Day. Day. Yeah, happy fucking snow day. <laughs> yeah, uh, we love you. And here's the episode. Welcome back. We're back. And we have a very, very special guest scrubbing in with us today. We have Patron Gloria. Yay! (laughs) Hi, Gloria. Oh, yeah. Patron Gloria sounds like patron saint. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Like you are some some holy being. You are. I don't (laughs) don't doubt it. (laughs) Um, Thank you, thank you. So, Gloria, you're like a new patron, kind of, right? I am,
2: but I've been listening to y'all for a while.
1: Oh, well, thanks for joining the group. You've been a podcast ghost for so long, and now it's time to be not a ghost question
0: did you wait to become a patron so you could talk about season eight no
2: um at first I was a little skeptical like I was like mm, yeah I don't as know one should
1: be. <laughs> right
2: but um as time went on I was like okay I'm tired of being a ghost I need <laughs> yeah. to get in
0: I need Perfect. my voice to be heard did
1: yeah. you Start in the beginning like of our podcast
2: um, I didn't start when y'all started.
0: Good.
1: I, yeah, God bless. <laughs> I
2: found y'all through um binge mode Harry Potter. <gasps> Wait, how oh in the group? Um no, I was actually I finished the Harry Potter podcast. Okay. And I used to listen to it at work. So once I finished it, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm about to be bored." Mm-hmm. So I need to find something. What else do I absolutely love?" And I said, "Well, Grey's Anatomy so then I went looking for a Grey's Anatomy podcast and there were a few of them I saw and then I saw y'all's picture and I was like I need to listen to that
1: (laughs) wait this is the best compliment I'm turning red that you went from Mal and Jason to us we are nowhere near their like research (laughs) but I feel blessed they are my favorite people I think if I could like Oh, they should have been added to my dinner table of famous oh, people. Oh, yeah. I could. T- Mallory is my like. I look up to her. She's a, the epitome of like the perfect smart nerd human of all. I love her.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um. So funny, and they're well, hilarious. Both oh, of them. They're so good. Well, we're happy to have you. Um, Thank you. We're gonna ask you some. Rapid fire, but if you want to elaborate, feel free, Graze Anatomy questions. Um,
0: Yeah. Before we do, though, just um, give us a little idea of where you are, what you do, who you are. You can answer that however you want.
2: Yes. Um, Well, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Atlanta. Yeah. I love (laughs) Atlanta.
2: (laughs) Um, And I work at a health department for my county. With nice. um, the Children First program, it helps with kids that have developmental delays and, oh, wow. um, or other medical issues that are much worse. Um, and we take the referrals for them and send them to their little designated programs.
1: Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That is good work. Yeah, that's awesome. And Thank have you. you? Do you love Heather McMahon? Because she lives in Atlanta or is from Atlanta?
2: <laughs> um, I don't know who that is
1: perfect we'll talk later yeah (laughs) after we're off air um okay so what's your Grey's Anatomy like when did you start watching the show
2: um I started watching Grey's in 2005 it was the last episode of the first season (gasps) um my dad had been trying to get me to watch it the whole season and I was like eh I'm 15 I don't need to see that you know (laughs) and um one night I came downstairs, it was on, and um, Addison had just walked into the hospital and was like, oh, With so you're the coat. intern. My husband is screwing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, <laughs> I need to go back.
0: <laughs> I'm hooked. To <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is this fabulous yeah. red haired woman in, in a fur coat? coat. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <True. laughs> um, wow, that's crazy. So then you just started. So you, all the other seasons you've watched live.
2: Um I watched up to the end of either season three or season four
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then I stopped mm-hmm. and and I stopped and then I watched the season finale for, um, was it the season finale for season six, the shooting?
0: Yeah, that yes. was season six.
2: Like I heard that they had killed a bunch of people and I was like, okay, <laughs> I need to go back. Um, <laughs>
0: I see All a that. pattern here. I need to go back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that you, like, catch back up on finales and then you're like, I guess I should watch you. <laughs> like, you spoil right. the end and then go watch the whole thing. It's brilliant. Yeah.
2: But since then, I have watched live.
1: Nice. Okay. So you're caught up
2: yeah.
0: with current grades?
2: Oh, yes.
1: Perfect. So who's your favorite? Yeah. Favorite character. Yes.
2: Mm. Um. I think Meredith. Mm
1: hmm. Great
2: answer, but um, but with character development, I'll say Alex.
0: Nice. Oh, that's a great answer. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite relationship,
2: romantic or friendship?
0: Either, Either. or both.
2: R- romantic, because I am a romantic. I'll say Meredith and Derek. Oh, it's nice. like you know that is the romance. They're the of OG the show. Yeah, exactly. And friendship-wise, it is Christina and Meredith.
1: Yeah, there's nothing like that. This is a great yeah. episode for both of those things. I mean, not really Derek and Meredith, but there's lots to talk about. Yeah. But Mare and Christina, there's lots of this oh, yeah. to unpack. Um, what about, like, least favorite character?
2: Least favorite character as a whole oh, yeah, show? Oh, we not asking that anymore. I'll say <laughs> um, Amelia. I can't stand <gasps> that bitch. I hate her. <laughs> Like, if the
1: first bad had words.
2: to kill somebody off, it would
0: be her.
1: Wow. We have some angry people, podcast ghosts right now, but I love it. I love stirring the pot. You know, I didn't <laughs> yeah.
0: always love Amelia. And recently, I've learned to like her a little bit more. But I can understand, like, not really caring for her character. So Yeah,
1: she's just
2: drama. Like, she falls apart for every single little thing. I just, yeah. like, buck up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. And would that be your unpopular opinion or do you have another unpopular opinion, do you think? A hot take.
2: Oh, (laughs) man. Unpopular opinion. I think unpopular opinion would be that I don't think Burke was as great as everyone Mm. thinks he was.
0: Perfect. Yeah. After, like, deep diving the show, I felt that way, too. Yeah, Yeah. that's the, the, like, pitfall of this podcast. Yeah, (laughs) like, and some things, it's crazy how some things don't, like, stand up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, too, I feel like, and this isn't really fair, but, like, I now associate his character with the actor and some of the stuff that went, you know. Totally. So it makes me kind of, like, not like Burke.
1: Yeah, 100%. Right. Okay. Um, any other, is that all he asked? I think that is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so we're going to read the
0: monologues, and then we're going to do shotgun workup and rounds, and then we'll get into our notes. Yeah. Um, Bree, do you want to read right. the first one? Sure. So this is season eight, episode one, and episode two. It was a premiere all on the same day. Yes. So we're doing free falling. It's the first one, and she's gone. So this is free falling. Mm-hmm. Even good marriages fail. One minute you're standing on solid ground. The next minute you're not. And there's always two versions, yours and theirs. Both versions start the same way though. Both start with two people falling in love. Nobody gets married thinking it's going to fail. You think yours is the one that's gonna make it, and so it always comes as a shock. The moment when you realize it's over. One minute you're standing on solid ground, the next minute you're not. Do you have what it takes? If your marriage is in trouble, can you weather the storm? When the ground gives way and your world collapses, maybe you just need to have faith. And trust that you can survive this together. Maybe you just need to hold on tight and no matter what, don't let go. Meredith Gray, I crushed that monologue. You did, there was no mistakes yes, and no yeah. laughter.
1: Yeah. Um, it's because we have an audience. Yes. <laughs> um, the next one is She's Gone. When my mother left my father, she didn't tell him she was leaving and taking me with her until we'd landed on the other side of the country. In those days, it was called family troubles. Today, it'd be called kidnapping. You think that true love is the only thing that can crush your heart. The thing that will take your life and light it up or destroy it. Then you become a mother. Boom. That line. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great one. Also, it's really interesting. These two monologues are very specific to Meredith. Like yes. sometimes they're like these vague ideas of being a surgeon, but these are like Meredith. This is what's going on in my life. Yeah. yeah um, it's hitting home. Yeah. yeah. Um, shotgun workup.
0: Um, we have Susanna Wilson. She has crush injuries and a broken pelvis. Then Danny Wilson has a head wound and ankle injury. Jeff, or Jerry Hoffman, traumatic sub... What? Arachnoid? Yeah, yeah subarachnoid. Hem- yeah, hemorrhage, humerus fracture, and facial lacerations. Nikki Hoffman, rib fractures, decreased respirations, compartment syndrome, crush injuries, renal Whoa. artery thom- thrombosis, and spinal fracture. Boom. Um, Henry Burton, diabetes, and Alex Krav arrhythmia.
1: Perfect. And then... For rounds, and you guys okay. can let me know if I'm missing one, but I have Derek and Meredith living apart, and like Zola being taken away, and then Mary being fired and reinstated. Basically, everything that happens with Derek and Meredith. Yeah. Um, April's first day as chief resident. Teddy and Henry, Henry getting the surgery and Teddy's reaction. Mm-hmm. Christina and Owen, uh, basically her getting the abortion and Owen finally talking to her, and then the Gunther whole situation. Yeah, like, who's the Gunther? Yeah. Um, perfect should we do first the, notes the only thing i would yeah. maybe add but it kind of goes on with gunther is like mark and avery sort of mark sort yeah. of being his so weird himself, father yeah. figure we can kind of talk um, about that but yeah so first notes gloria why don't you go first
2: um well first notes for free falling was that basically the wife is already fucking annoying <laughs> um, oh, that, and that, that couple? should you really start your morning bitching at your husband.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mine wasn't as, as precise as yours, but mine was just, oh, these are random people. <laughs> mine was, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, like what? It was just weird to have like a season a open. Yeah, premiere be like, wait, who are these people? Right. Did I miss yeah. something?
1: But- and yeah. yeah, they were both annoying. Also, that guy gave me weird vibes, and I looked it up, and I can't. I he has been in eight thousand different shows, but he was on Scandal for a long time, oh. and I think he played someone like not great. Yeah, so I was immediately like, "Ooh, him! N- not a good guy! <laughs> not a good guy! Yeah." Um, he, which- he
2: also looked like um, somebody that was either a victim or a serial killer off a of criminal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like he looked yeah maybe he's been on criminal minds I mean everyone he has, has
0: <laughs> Yeah like same with svu everyone's been on both of those shows <laughs> Yes um, um, <laughs> uh, what should we talk about first I feel like maybe
1: we should save the Derek and maybe like April, like just yeah. get a light topic out of the way. Perfect. So yep. April's first day as chief resident is a tough one. Uh, there's um, also let's just discuss the manhole, maybe or whatever. What's yeah. that called? The a sinkhole? sinkhole, not a man. What's a sinkhole. A
0: manhole? Yeah. I don't know what a manhole is. Oh, like a where like a gutter thing.
1: Oh, like a man-made hole. Yeah, like where like
0: <laughs> you fall in one in New York.
1: Why is it not a woman hole? That's a great question.
0: <laughs> we should take that up with some people.
1: Um, but yeah, so that part to me, I was like, well, first of all, Grace, exciting. This has never happened. Also, wow, took out like the whole block. Yeah.
0: Like, uh-huh. not just those
1: people. Um I thought
0: it was also kind of like a big thing to do for a premiere. Like that to me feels like mid-season finale
1: or right, something. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was great action. I was yeah. like here for the action of the sinkhole. <laughs> Great. Um, also terrifying. Well,
0: and did you notice I went, Oh, a sinkhole. And it happens when Meredith says one minute you're standing on solid ground. Yes. The next minute you're not. Should
1: have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. They did um, time that perfectly. I think. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Um, the, the, uh, my note is OMG, a manhole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, not a manhole. Abby. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. So yeah, so no one's listening to April. Basically there's new interns. And April's in charge of everything, and it's this crazy situation, and just, like, no one's listening to her, which is to be expected, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about the breakfast?
1: Yeah, please.
0: I just thought Bailey describing how to make a breakfast sandwich was really, like, great comedic timing. Like, her being being like, how do you do it? You think that, (laughs) like— that i'm crazy but then bam extra layer of bacon it's just like bailey what are you talking about and it went on a little too long
1: right it was it was quite long yeah
0: which i found even funnier i was just like this is very and april doesn't cut her off and then it's just like no poor
1: poor april too like she was like find a buddy this you're all gonna be going through this together like it was just so cheesy
0: and um ah my computer and um Chief, what does Chief say? What are his words? In the breakfast? Yeah, when April was like, Chief, would you like to say some words? Oh, I don't know. I didn't he write that He says down. something like, don't kill anyone. So it's just like really gruff. And then doesn't ben- he walk away?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does that a lot, This these two episodes. Chief yeah. is in a different mental space, okay? He's preparing for his departure.
2: He's making moves.
1: He is making moves. Yeah. Um, some other like early in the opener, just like notes I have is, Lexi's bangs looking great she got bangs oh, yeah. this season she's always changing them um, um
0: Lexi yeah. has interns yes which is
1: crazy we've gone so far yeah
0: um I had just have another note about like who are these random people I was not I was not here for it I well
1: and that say. intern um who was freaking out and Meredith had to like step in yeah and help him I was just trying to think back to like season one if that's how they were and I think some of them were. Like, I can see George doing exactly what that oh, guy yeah. did and just totally panicking. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, they looked scared. Right, right. like,
2: the first few episodes. And I thought that Meredith, um, even though at that time she was fired, right, the fact that she stopped and kind of walked him through it, that was a good teaching moment
1: for her. I,
0: yes. I thought
1: so, too. Like, I think we expected her to just, like, tell him to move aside. And, I, I mean, she did at one point. But at first she, like, tried to, like...
0: Help coach him through yeah. it, which, again, yeah. is
1: just, like, reiterating what a good teacher she is. Also, like, Bailey was mad at her, but they said the same thing. The, like, what about the size of the tube or something? The yeah. biggest one you yeah, can yeah. find. Like, yeah. I thought that was a great moment. Um,
0: so, what but, do we have anything else to say about April? Well, she well, has this, like, whole system implemented, right?
1: Yeah. I feel like it kind of came full circle at the end with that scene with her and Jackson. Um he like, which do you, do you guys know? Like I pay so much attention out of these Jackson April scenes. Oh yeah. Because I'm like, they're going to be together like in right. the next year. I think it's season nine. Season nine. Okay. After Lexi dies. That would make sense. Yeah. Um. So Yeah. I just, so what's her system? What, I guess I missed that part. Well, I don't know. Like she just
2: well,
0: like this. Oh, go, go ahead, Gloria. Cause oh, I'm sorry. Not quite sure.
2: It's, um, well, remember she was trying to implement a checklist. Oh, right. So yes. She has, she has a checklist. She also has that stupid board that yes. one, you're chief resident, but you're like the third choice chief resident. So of course no one's going to respect you
1: Right, and you're That's annoying. A good point. And <laughs>
2: That's if a really you don't have like your peers respect, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to update your stupid board. Like, right. come on.
1: Which is crazy when that body was switched. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's equally not just, it can't just be April's fault. It like has to also be
0: the rest of the doctors yeah, who are not who were, following right. this.
1: Right. But um, yeah, clearly like I feel like a handwritten board is like, no one's going to take the time to like go over, cross it out, move it. So I'm interested to like, see how that all works together. But you're totally right. Like Meredith was first choice, even Christina or Karev, you would have thought. And then.
2: Well, you know, actually Owen Tells Crow he would have I been think, chosen. like at the end of season seven, that he was the one that he was going to pick, and then right. because Meredith got fired,
0: no one was going to er, respect no, him Meredith, or come to him.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, it's just I, I, I mean, pretty much this this note sums it up for me. I just said that like, oh no, this is the wrong patient. April's checklist is not working, and then I said she's not doing well this no. episode. Like. No. I, she was really struggling. She was really frantic around the hospital. No one was listening to her. Like, I, it felt like even, like, Chief didn't even have her back. You know, oh. no one in the hospital had her
1: back. I wonder if it would have been different if it wasn't such a chaotic event, like, if it just been a normal day. Yeah. Um, but I did love at the end is when Jackson says to her, um, like, She's like they're they're gonna fire me, and he's like, no, they're not. He's like, they're just gonna make you do it again. Like you just have to get up every day, and like it's gonna get easier. It was your first day, yeah. And so I I did appreciate that. I feel like we should maybe go into like the Gunther thing too, because sure. we're talking about like who's leading and yeah, and who's making themselves known. I also also like what the fuck is a gunther in the beginning.
0: Oh, you didn't remember. No, this. I was
1: and I mean they obviously explain it and you're not supposed to know what it is right away. Right. Um like we need a gunther, Bailey says. Yeah, it's just weird yeah. they've never done it before.
0: Yeah. Um so obviously like none of the well, so we find out they're in their fifth year now. So yes. I yeah. think that's important. So I think everyone's feeling like pretty confident about their skills. Right. And so no one is working together. And this is like a time there's like this crisis that the hospital should be working together. But no one is. And so Bailey's like, we need a Gunther. We need to step back. So these these residents can Figure run. Out. Yeah. Run this shit.
1: How mm-hmm. would you feel being the patient chosen to be the doctor?
2: <laughs> I actually have a note on this. And it's that if I were the patient and I was actually awake, I would say, get the hell away from me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I need the real doctors. What's happening?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, they like chose the unconscious. Yeah, one. like I don't want to be a team building activity, please. <laughs> oh. I just want you to save my life.
2: <laughs> and thank God they didn't tell the husband what they were doing.
1: Right, no kidding, because he was so worried. Exactly. And like, yeah, to be like, oh, They're you know practically that
2: practically killing his
1: wife. <laughs> right. And and like even when um Callie is like observing, she's like not. No. She's like doing other <laughs> <things>. Sudoku's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um oh, and Owen
0: doesn't want a gunther because he just spent his it time he in, went a, in a manhole oh, in a
1: manhole, and he was like, "No, this is my patient." Yeah, I wrote, "I'm with Owen for the first time. This is like my first, I was like, "Yes, Owen, like this is true. We should not be doing a Gunther to this patient." But yeah.
0: Bailey telling off Owen was kind of great, totally. And then her turning around and saying, "They're still finding their groove." <laughs>
2: And um, and Callie's saying no attendings, just the bunnies. Yes.
1: <laughs> also, it was super comical when Arizona and Mark were up in the gallery and like placing bets. And I love that they called Kepner the dark horse. <laughs> like I don't know what that even means, but I liked it.
0: Well, and everyone thinks that Christina is gonna be the Gunther. They called well, her a workhorse. Right. Um, and I think I'm going to kind of bring in the Teddy storyline a little bit with Teddy wants to work with Christina again. Right. And she's trying to get her to go back to basics. And we can kind of talk about that a little bit more. Oh, yeah, that but should be a thing. I thought it was really interesting that like Teddy was excited that was one of the doctors that was excited that they were doing this because she felt like Christina really needed to learn how to um work with other people and be humble. Right. And, and
1: this is, and then she fucking did the opposite and yes. worked quickly. The exact opposite. Was Epi, Do you, is that, and I did, I like blinked when that, that's not the shock. That's, that's yeah. That's an epinephrine. It's a, it's a shot that they put. Okay. His too. handgun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, at first I thought she like physically like did the shock in his body was like, his hand was in the body. No, but she it was just okay. stuck him with Epi. I love that yeah, moment she- when she's staring at him and she's like, Alex, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> and then he just falls. <laughs> it's a very
0: chaotic scene.
1: <laughs> Imagine being the wife laying there without a leg and having all And the fact this that happen. they didn't have
2: a plan going into the OR. Right. Like, Bailey and Callie should have never let that
0: happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the one was like, let's work on the pelvis. And Christina's like, I'm cracking open the rib cage. Yeah, and it was
0: <laughs> like literally a chaotic mess. Um... Christina was obviously not the Gunther. I love, too, that Karev like, was like, you fucking tried, you crazy bitch. You tried to kill, kill me. you bitch. Yeah.
1: Those are his first words. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, you crazy bitch, you almost killed <laughs> me, is what he says. Um, and then Avery just comes up out of nowhere. So beautiful, calm, ask, collected. Ask Bailey to step back. We got a lot of bodies in here, Bailey. <laughs> step back. You know,
2: that kind of, like... It hit a nerve. Like, I didn't like the way his voice sounded in that moment. And it, like, ruined the whole thing because at first I was like, yes, Avery, finally actually doing something right. And then, and then he speaks to Bailey like that. And I was like, oh, no. No, no.
0: <laughs> I feel like he uses that tone a lot, like, in later seasons, too. Yeah, it's very, yeah. like, um, it's almost condescending. condescending. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's like, look into my dreamy eyes. We're good here. We're good here. Mm-hmm. I know more than you. I'm a man. <laughs> That's like what I felt like the vibe was. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was ultimately a good call. And it was actually made me, besides the tone, like, super happy to see him finally, like, Assert having himself? Com- yeah, and have confidence. Because it's been, knowing the current Jackson, it's been, although I would say the mid-seasons Jackson, it's been hard to watch this early version who, like, sucks at medicine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Um true it was also Mm -hmm. brought up that great moment where uh mark gets the money back from arizona and he looks at jackson and he just goes good job son (laughs) and he goes we're gonna be great together (laughs) like it almost is like scary for jackson because he's like what do you mean like why are we together
2: (laughs) and this is the beginnings of the plastic posse right yes which i love yes
1: it's like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I just think that Mark with a, like having a like a Jackson as his sidekick is just funny. Well, it's also funny too because he like loves Lexi, but he's like <laughs> right. takes
0: a a love for Avery as well now.
1: <laughs> right, like because Lexi yeah. loves him, he also must love him. Yeah. What are you looking for? I was for looking you? for my other slipper. It's right behind your foot. Sorry. Keep going.
0: <laughs> my feet were cold.
1: <laughs> um, I also love the part when um. Teddy is immediately following that surgery. She's yelling at Christina and saying, like, you... Like, basically, like, you were... Or she makes Christina admit that she was moving too fast and made a mistake. And Mm -hmm. Christina walks away, and Mark looks at her and goes, you've got a mean streak. And I just (laughs) thought, like, he's just in a weird mood, (laughs) these episodes. Like, just goofy and, like...
0: Yeah. I
1: don't know. He's comical, I guess. um,
0: I think it's important that, like to talk about a little bit why Teddy is doing what she's doing. Yeah, let's, should we talk about Teddy and
1: Christina? Um, It starts in the
0: first episode. Yeah, she kind of says like that she's teaching Christina the easy shit, this is me kind of, because she is arrogant, because she is so good, but that made people not teach her the basics. Right, or they just let her get away with stuff. Which I think is a really good observation. Yeah. It's like, I think Teddy's a very good teacher for realizing that. And not like, shaming Christina for, like, doing a good job but being like, you'll be an even better doctor. Right. If you know these faces. Right.
1: I also thought it was funny, though, and she was like, why are you using that size tube? And she's like, because I'm a fifth-year resident. Like, she didn't know. Right. Um, I also just thought it was crazy that all last season we dealt with the drama. Careful of whatever noise you're making, Gloria. It's just kind of loud. But whatever, like, uh, noise, or, like, the crazy drama between the two of them lasted all season. And it was literally solved in one second when Teddy's like, I'm done with the drama. I'm ready to teach you again. Are you like, I just, it's crazy when things wrap up like that. Yeah. I mean, what did you think about that, Gloria?
0: I mean, uh,
2: that whole, that whole thing about her teaching Christina, like I understood why she was doing it. And yes, Christina needed to, you know, be able to stop and think about why she's actually doing the things. Mm -hmm. But for it to be throughout the whole episode, I found it a kind of um, a little distracting because Christina never took it seriously. Yeah. And she doesn't take it seriously, I think, until later this season. Right.
1: I'm just glad to see them working together again.
0: Yeah. It was a very abrupt, like, all of a sudden, everything's fine. Teddy's getting laid.
1: Yeah, but I think...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's having earth-shattering sex, so she's very happy. Um, But, yeah, I think they just realized, like, we need to wrap that storyline up so we can, like, get these two working together again.
1: Right. I just thought it was funny how Christina was ready to go talk to her and be like, I'm over this. We need to work together again. And and instead, Teddy's the one that said it. And Christina's just like, okay. (laughs) Uh, And then walks away.
0: Yeah. But I think that's an interesting point that, like, it was a little distracting because Christina, it was almost like... An irritated like mockery of what Teddy is yes. trying to do, yes, yeah,
1: um, yeah, I did love that. um I agree with you also, Bree, just that like it's a great observation on Teddy's part because she says to her, even your arrogance is not your fault. Yes, and I liked that because it's true. like it it no, it that's it's like just a perfect reasoning,
0: yeah. like it's not making her feel bad about it. It's just like, yeah, you people were not being good teachers to you. I am going to do this for you,
1: right. Um, so still on the Gunther thing, uh, I just think it's, it's interesting to, um, like, how to see this, like, builds Jackson's confidence and just how he moves through this season versus past ones. Yeah. Um, I'll just be interested to see how that goes. Cause I don't actually really remember the rest of the I don't really season. remember how he, but I think that
0: is setting up for him, like, to be a more successful doctor.
1: A hundred percent. When do we was, meet his mom? calm, cool, collected. Um. Do we meet her this season? Maybe. Does Adele Mm. die this season?
2: No, you meet her because she comes to meet Lexi and he sends her off, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, so we get to see Catherine
0: real soon. Adele dies when Ben and Bailey get married. Okay. Because of that photo I posted on the Instagram (laughs) (laughs) of Adele in a wedding dress. Right, right. Okay. Okay, Um, so. Or do you have anything else about Gunther? No. No. No.
1: Okay. Should we talk about Teddy and Henry? It's like the last little topic before we get into the big ones. Yes. Okay. So apparently Teddy and Henry are having earth shattering sex. Great. Which is, good I'm interested in what the time jump is here, but I'm, that's great for them. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They're (laughs) thriving as a couple.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And what did you guys think of that scene when she's like basically saying goodbye to him? (laughs) Yeah, when like, he's going into surgery. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was really funny. And also that Chief has to watch it. Like, he's Chief's in there just standing. Um, I don't know. I just love Henry's humor. I don't know why I like him so much. Um, it is it is interesting,
0: though. I think they're trying to show us, like, Teddy is very emotional about Henry going into surgery. Right. And I think that's to show us, like, oh, she's in this now. Right. Like, yeah. she is no longer just, like, with him for insurance. Like, she yeah. loves him. Right. This
1: is her husband. I said. I wrote. wrote, They're already to the. I love yous. Yeah. There's
2: more attention to him now. Like, it's almost like everything with him now is amplified. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, hundred percent.
2: Whereas before, she was just uh, like a fly or something.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) poor Henry. Are are you a a fan of the Henry Teddy storyline, or is it like meh?
2: I am. I I actually really like the actor that plays Henry. Same. Um, and I really wish they wouldn't have killed him off.
1: Same. Yeah. He's perfect for her. Screw Owen.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, true. I you know, I yeah, I love him too. I love that part too when so Dr. Weber, or why oh, it's weird that I called him that. <laughs> Chief yeah. is like, um, is teaching uh Bailey how to like do the 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 surgery on him and he also gets him in immediately. Right. Which at first, I didn't put that together until actually this moment that for Teddy's sake, he got Henry in before he was fired. That's what the opening was.
0: Oh, uh, I just didn't realize that, that.
1: I didn't either because otherwise he wouldn't have. Uh, the t- right. Because I think otherwise the trial, like, I mean, he put it in Miranda's name, but I think he just wanted to make sure that, that like Teddy got the device. Yeah. Which is crazy. I, I mean, honestly I yeah.
2: thought that he was just more easily accessible.
1: <laughs> or maybe that, maybe that could be That's also a good reason I'm gonna like to pretend That it was He th- had to give him his chance Um right. But I love that part So Teddy comes in And is like What's happening What's wrong Why aren't you doing it And I love that he goes She goes Dr. Weber I'm a surgeon And he goes Word on the street says so Like he's just like So vague and weird yeah. and like I get it now now that I know how that ends but at first I was like what is he doing <laughs> like and, and he- very
2: patient he's very patient with her
1: yeah he like doesn't yell at anyone he's just like uh, someday you'll know
0: um and he <laughs> kicks her out of the OR right yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, which is probably a good thing.
1: My notice, Dr. Weber hands over the reins to Bailey. But why? <laughs> I could not remember why. I was like, why is this happening?
2: Yeah. And then He's literally a- walks out of the OR.
1: Yes, he yeah. just leaves. <laughs> it's his move.
0: Yeah, that's, you're right. That's what he did. This These whole two episodes just walked away. He says
1: something crazy, walks away.
0: Yeah, gone through some things.
1: We'll talk about what he does in a little bit. So- is there anything else on Henry and Teddy? I don't think so. He I obviously don't. made it through surgery. Yeah, no, so. which is I fine. don't really have any notes.
0: It's uh, just interesting to see like they're very in love, and which is going to make it so hard. It's
1: going to be the worst, and her and Christina are going to be on good terms again, <sighs> and it's going to be terrible. And I'm not ready. I think actually they are on fine terms. That's what I mean. Like they, are, like and then Christina. Oh, but I think they are even afterwards. Oh, but still, it just makes me sad. Yeah, that Christina even has to operate on him. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Ugh. Okay, should we do the Derek and Mayor or Christina and? Let's Owen? let Gloria pick.
2: Oh,
0: Derek and Mayor. <laughs>
1: okay. okay, perfect. Slash Zola. So we start out Slash the Janet. Epi- yeah
0: we start out the episode that Christina is staying with Meredith. Yes. like and. And then we, like, flipped to Derek. And I was like, of course Owen is, like, wheelbarrowing. I like
1: many questions. One is, I don't think when you're building a house, you just put rocks in a wheelbarrow and, like, move them. Like, he's not, you don't build a house out of rocks? circular stones. Oh, you don't? Like, you need wood. True.
2: I think they're building the fireplace.
1: Why do you start with that when there are no walls? Think <laughs> about riddle me this. Or, like... I would understand if it was, like, the front of the house. But once it's built, I just don't get it. It made me laugh. Also, I said, Mare and Christina living together, this is what we need. Like yeah. a show where there, are two moms raising so <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That actually made me laugh because it reminded me of my best friend and I. We joke that we should get married and just have our men as side pieces.
0: Yes. Because great
2: men are virtually useless. <laughs> Like, like, where the hell is Derek? He wanted this baby so bad and he's <laughs> right. in the fucking woods building a house.
0: Like- Preach, man. I know. Oh, well, I wrote that these men are not great influences on each other. No. Like the way they're talking about like, Christina did this, and Meredith did this, and this is my home. I'm like, you two should not be hanging out together. No. Meanwhile,
1: Meredith is like, you make the bottle, I'll get Zola. We're fucking taking care of a human child. Right. And also, right. when it's Derek's night, where is he taking Zola? That
0: <laughs> house is not built. To
2: the damn trailer, dude. Oh. I think he still has the trailer.
0: Oh, God. Poor Zola. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. That's child neglect. Putting her in a trailer. What is
0: that? (laughs) Yeah, when she has a perfectly nice home to be staying. It's why
1: he's building the fireplace first so it can be heated. (laughs) Yes, that makes sense. Put her in a tent. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like right away, when Derek and Mayor have their first interaction with Zola, Derek doesn't even look at Meredith. Like, he, I would never want to be in a fight with him because he doesn't even give you the dignity of treating you like a human. He doesn't even like yell at you. No, he just acts like you aren't there, which is worse. Oh, um, he's yeah. so condescending. So it's pretty early
0: on in the episode that Meredith gets fired. Like, I think it's important. Yeah, it's to, right away. And yeah. honestly, I did not remember that happening.
1: I wrote for the first time she's fired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would say this
0: seems familiar.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot in this episode with her in regards to her being fired and yes. Bailey saying to Chief, why yes. do you stand up for this damn girl? And Chief sticking up for her. It's like, what season am I in? Yeah. 16 or 8? Like, exactly. it's the same. yeah. Which has made me actually appreciate the way Bailey reacted to the current thing and the way Chief did it again. Yeah, because I forgot that it happened, happened. one time and Chief took the fall. Yeah, so it's just kind of crazy.
0: Um, so when she gets fired, Christina says, "You son of a bitch" to Crab and starts punching him. Yeah, yeah. which I thought and was great. Bailey
1: puts him in like her in like a chokehold to get her <laughs> off. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was perfect. It was. So then Meredith
0: goes. To Derek and says, like, I got fired. And his response is, Ugh. What did you think was gonna
1: happen? He's the Dude, fucking worst.
2: That yeah. made my blood boil. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are such a dick. That is your wife. I don't care how mad you're you are at her, like, be a husband.
0: Well, and even beyond that, like, that's the mother of your child. Right. Like, you want the best for your child. And she just got fired. Like right. that's not how. That's not good for your
1: family, right? It also I thought was a great contrast to like Derek's reaction versus everyone else's. Yeah, like Mark asking Derek, "How's Meredith? Is she okay?" And he says, "I don't know. I'm pretty sure." Callie says something like, "They're all very concerned, right. about Meredith." And they say it to Derek, like like he should be. And so, oh, Chief, it's when Chief. we well, I guess we'll get to that moment in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what else happened? Well, Meredith ends
0: up telling Christina that like, I know what I'm going to do. Well, because Christina's like, we're going to get your job back. Right. And Meredith is like, I'm just, I'm just decided I'm going to be a mom. Like I'm right. going to be a really good mom. And I think maybe we'll talk about that whole conversation when we talk about Christina and Owen.
2: Oh, and how she says it's a blessing in disguise. I Felt like that was so pitiful like yeah that, yeah well, nice attempt like, to be positive right, but right
1: but like mirror she's trying to talk herself into that this is an okay thing right yeah and, and why is it that i wrote that christina says to meredith you don't have to defend yourself to me is that when she was saying like like why is she saying that it's in that first conversation i don't know i, just, I don't remember don't that, that, i think Nora. it's
2: because she stole the baby oh
1: no this is still in the first one it's like in the beginning of the first oh, that's
2: episode. That's right. It's, that's right. It's like
1: right in the beginning. I don't know what it's to. I'll, maybe it'll come to me. Is it something? Is it about her like
0: doing the thing in the trial? I think it's yeah. like yeah, it, was it that. must be that. It was that. It,
1: it's before she was fired too. Yes. So yeah. I bet it's that. And I just love that Christina says that. Like, I think to me that's a good friend being like, you don't have to like. Yeah, I get it. Like all's well. So um, um, I
2: actually said it a few in my notes. I said it a few times like that is true love, and that's Mm -hmm. true friendship.
1: Oh, it's such a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's such a difference how Derek reacts. Exactly. But
0: isn't that interesting too? And I'm like, I totally agree, and I believe that some of my friends are the loves of my life. Um, But just how like, by being a best friend, you can just be like a hundred percent supportive. Like there's just mm-hmm. such a that's why that's why I feel like we have friends and we aren't just married, because like you need right. those relationships. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not defending Derek, but there's just like a whole other realm of dynamics when it's your like sexual partner. Yep. Totally. Right. I don't know. Well, I
2: mean, it's different because like even right now, like with me, which it's a side note, sorry. Um, You know, there's certain things that I can talk to my boyfriend about, Mm -hmm. but I can talk to my best friend about anything. Right. Totally. And like she, if she thinks I'm stupid, she'll tell me I'm stupid (laughs) and then we'll keep it going, you know? Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a, a very similar thing with like Derek and Meredith, like with and Christina and Meredith, like there's, there's no judgment with Christina and Meredith. At least right, we right. haven't seen, I think it, it does show up in other seasons, but like.
1: Even like at the season finale last season when Christina comes in and Meredith's like, help me, I have a baby. And she's like, I need to lay down. Like there's, yeah. like they can right. be together and still be just like doing their own thing and right. respect each other for that. Um, there's also, which I don't want to talk about yet, but Meredith gives some great, Speeches to Owen about Christina that yes. just like shows that she knows her so well. Yeah. um oh. So
2: I wrote down that whole. I wrote <laughs> it like hand wrote that whole thing down.
0: Perfect. We're you gonna must have write you, so fast. We're gonna have you read it when we get to the Christina Owen thing because awesome. I just got little. Snippets. I'm ready.
1: okay <laughs> Also, in regards to Chief, so we find out in that meeting then to stick on the mayor job thing that. Chief is in a meeting with that that board guy who always shows up. The bald mm-hmm, guy, yeah, and um, tells Derek like that this it was it was him, whatever. And I just love I love seeing Chief do that for Meredith. I don't know why. Like I I know some people are like over this part of his character, but I just I like seeing Meredith have a fatherly figure. And even though that means they pull medical strings, which like shouldn't probably happen, mm-hmm. um, I just think it's great. And it was such a burn when. Um, When Derek says, like, what are you doing? And he's like, being there for your wife, what are you doing? Yeah. Which, if this show would swear, I feel like you'd say, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And it's Um, true because, like, like the chief said, like, he's punishing her. And why? Because she's, because she tried to protect Adele or she tried to take care of Adele and protect Richard. Like,
0: also, why isn't Derek super mad at Chief? Yeah, for pressuring her in the first place. Yeah. Because I feel like that was a big reason why Meredith did this. Right. I think it's
2: because it's Meredith's action. Like it's her need to like act and then later think of the consequences.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. Which
2: in that case, I do understand why Derek is mad, but he's going about it horribly.
1: Absolutely. Right. It's really interesting. The phrase you're punishing her is used by, by, chief to Derek about Meredith, and it's also used by Meredith to Owen about Christina. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I think that's fun. Well,
0: yeah, because and that's why I said they are not good influences on each other. Those (laughs) two hanging out. They're like, yeah.
1: So Meredith then talks with Janet at the end of the first episode. Right, and things don't seem great with Janet. Mm -hmm. Janet sees them in daycare, sees that they are not quite together. They've been staying at different places. and Well, she ends up interviewing Derek because the lady in the daycare
0: is like is Derek coming to Dr. Shepard or are you taking her is it right. your night or whatever and so she interviews Derek and their stories don't align well
1: right. it also
2: didn't help that Meredith looked super guilty when Janet was talking yes. to her in the daycare like put a poker face on bitch like yeah. this is important
1: <laughs> right yeah. you know
2: like don't show all your cards yet
1: Yes. Right. Um, I agree. I also, like, I forgot that she, like, took Zola because, I don't know, I, because I felt like she sort of already, I don't know, I just forgot that that happens. And I thought she was going to go get Derek. And I was like, what a long walk to well, get yeah. to Derek. They, <laughs> yeah.
0: Through the
2: basement. Long right. walk through the basement.
0: I mean, they kind of make you think that because they make you think that she's coming into the OR and he's like, we need you, scrub in. Right. And then it shows her with Zola <laughs> What instead. did I do? What did I do? Yeah. What did I do? Um, and... It's not good. I'm like, I was kind of like, Meredith, come on. You know Be better. Be an adult. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. You don't want to lose your daughter, but also like bad fucking move. And I appreciate that Janet in the next episode was like, "If I wish you guys just would have told me right. like that you guys are right. separated. Because I really do believe like she was in a good home. Right. Like I think they would have allowed her, like people adopt children and get divorced. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I don't know. It was just kind of like, That one to me too is on Derek also. Like if Derek's all preachy about like, we got to do things by the book. It's like, he should have told Janet this. Right, 100%. I don't know. It was
2: Um, like, it was lack of communication though, because all Meredith wanted to do was communicate with him and talk to him. And he just kept blowing her off. If he would have actually spoken to her when she approached him, when they first got to the uh, hospital, they could have got their story straight. Yeah. And the whole thing with Janet. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: no. I was just saying or like I agree with you a thousand percent or when she brought Zola home to begin with and couldn't talk to Derek like it's all a lack of communication yeah Derek didn't even we never get to see the outcome of like when did Derek find out that Meredith had a baby yeah right <laughs> Um,
0: that is true
1: it was funny when Derek was looking for her and was like yelling to Christina and she was like I was in the elevator she's not in the elevator I was in the pit she's not in the pit <laughs> like that's all I can say I am working with a patient I, um, I would I
0: would say that that would actually be really terrifying not being able to get a hold of your wife and not knowing where your
1: child is <laughs> yeah, all at once yeah yeah,
2: but at the same time, Derek being rude to everybody, if that would have been me that he was directing that tone to I'd have been like, hold the phone. I'm <laughs> yes. not your wife that you clearly treat like shit
0: yeah and you. <laughs> and- and you obviously don't know where your child is. So exactly, like,
2: what kind of parent are you?
1: <laughs> yet, yet, this is our favorite love story. I know. I was just about to say, Gloria, your
0: favorite relationship is Derek and Meredith, and you just said you treat your wife like shit. Oh, oh, show. They have their moments. Yeah, I know. The show is very confusing because when you look at these, but also I think that's why it's good because like. This is very complicated shit. Yeah,
1: marriage isn't always great. So, like, I think it's, yeah, I agree with you. I I also think that, like, with the romance
2: part, it's, on the outside, it's beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. Like, the whole story is beautiful. But then, like, when you, like, super analyze, like, you know, what we've been doing— It's almost like eh, this could literally be a serial killer, a a (laughs) psychopath, you know, like she's being abused.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's why this podcast is a love-hate relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did love that when Christina finds her (laughs) or gets paged down, she's immediately like, you took her for a nap in a very odd location. Like, Mm -hmm. she is, again, not judgmental. She's just trying to fix the problem. Yeah. yeah. She's like, we will fix this for you, which she does. Yeah, it's really heartbreaking when— We'll talk about this again. When Owen goes to talk to Christina and I love when she's like, I appreciate this. I am doing something. Like she puts Meredith's situation in front of hers. Yeah. Which it yeah. ends up being okay. But like, I thought that was really like, again, showing that like in that moment, even though the one thing she's been wanting all week is for Owen to come talk to her, she it puts that aside. Right.
2: And so, I like Meredith. that she tells him like, it's not because right. I don't want to talk to you and I do care about you, but I right. really got something to do right now.
1: Right. Yes. And I think that Owen respected that. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, she then goes to Alex in the hotel, or ho- hotel. the hotel bed, <laughs> the, the hospital, hospital bed. bed. And I love when she's like, I probably saved your life. You didn't know you had an arrhythmia. <laughs> that part was just so great. And gets him up. Um, I thought their coverage for her was like genius.
2: Yeah. Um, and then him telling her like, you, y'all have to forgive me, yes. y'all are all I have.
1: That was that, really like, great.
0: Yeah. Yes. I was um, like, little, I love him. Little side note, Gloria, about that. I feel like mm-hmm. it was really important for Arizona to tell Karev that, like, nobody has your back. Right. I think exactly. So too. And, like, I want to advocate for you, but you need to make shit right. And so, f- like, it was so... Like panicky when Christina comes in there and he's like, You have to forgive me. Like, there's no other choice in this. Like, right. I'm all alone. And she's kind of like, Yeah, yeah. What it like? She's like, Sure, you're forgiven. Yeah. She's like, all <laughs> forgiven. Yeah. Like, like go. we got to take care of Meredith. Right. And then
1: now. I love that he instantly's like, Okay, cool. Like, yeah. I-
2: mm-hmm. And the um, face, that sheepish little grin thing. Yeah. Where, like, he sucked back his lips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he was like, okay, let's go then. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and just one other note on Alex too. Like he, the guilt of what he did is like eating on him so bad. At the end of the first episode, he goes into chief and he's like, you gotta, she was fired. Like you'd ever, and you know, he's like, I'm doing everything I can. But I love that he looks at him and just flat out says like, Karev, this is not on you. Yeah. Like, and that's before we know that he's gonna- Take the fall. But I just think it's also important that, yeah, A, Arizona told him he's all alone. He needs to make amends. And Chief told him it's not your fault.
0: Yeah. And Karev realized too, he's like, I never meant for this to happen. I was drunk. I was mad. Right. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like,
1: obviously.
0: And like yes, Karev shouldn't have said anything, but also Meredith should have never done that. Right, right.
2: Exactly. Like, yeah. Think first. Think first.
0: And so I do think it's fair that Karev's like, you all have to forgive me. Like I can't be alone in all of this. Yep. So he ends up helping out and he mm-hmm. um,
1: acts as a doctor. Like, yes. And Which, then fuck Der- Derek again when Derek was almost not going to go along with it. Yes. He's asking all those questions and then he fucking serial killer switches his mood. He's like, oh, that's good. Those show up quite often in spina bifida. I was like, you are crazy. I was like, thank God. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. Like (laughs) one, I was like, dude, it's like you you want your wife to stay fired. And then on the other side, I'm like, finally, you're doing something. You're being useful for once in this episode.
0: (laughs) That's how I felt too. I was like, thank God you finally went along with that.
2: Um
1: And then it's weird. He does that flip too where he tells her that she still has her job and that Chief took the fall. And he says to her, like, almost like an order, which I guess I get, but he's like, you will let Richard take the fall for you. Like, like he just, like, flat out says that to her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just like, I thought that was interesting, though, too. I was like,
0: that's really weird that Derek is okay with Chief taking the fall he has, for Meredith.
1: Right. He, he
0: spent these... There's whole two episodes being like, you need to pay for what you did. Right. And then when there's, like, an out. He's like, well, you need to make sure that you <laughs> take this out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's very complicated.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's also because at that point he was standing in front of Zola and realizing, like, true. oh shit. Like, if she stays fired, they're going to take this baby away. Yeah, That's so totally true. I think at it, this point now it's like, sink like, survival of the fittest. You got to do what you have to do to keep the baby.
1: So that's yeah. a really good point. I think so too. It made it more real. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Yeah, he finally started thinking about his kid.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Just in time. Yeah. Um, it's really sad when when Meredith was telling Janet all of the things about Zola. Like, like you'll need an extra pacifier when you put her in the car and this and she might do that. Like, I think yeah. they did a great job of showing how much she knows already about this yeah. baby and how quickly it took for her to like learn all of that. And I just said that this was like really hard to watch.
2: Like, yeah, and her voice cracks like it yes. does when she mm-hmm. does like those big speeches and stuff. Yes, like, oh.
0: yeah. I was like, then, no, Alex. And then also her being like, you know, also just like being nice to Janet about it. Like, you're gonna go with this very nice lady, lady. Janet, and like she like her very much. Yes, and like you'll be with us soon. Like, I don't know. It was like a very. I mean, I guess what else would you do? Some people would kick and scream and be very upset. Right. And she I think she handled it really well.
1: I, I love, too, the way she always talks to Zola, almost like an adult. Like, just like, hi, yeah. I'm Meredith. Nice yeah. to meet you. Like, yeah. hi, you're going to go here for a while. And I, this might be like a just in the moment feeling I'm having, but the way that Alex put his arm around her, yeah. walked her away, also walked her away in front of Derek. Like, Derek was still standing there, and he walks her out was almost as good no. to me Oh, no, no Derek leaves.
2: Okay. No, Derek uh, literally abandons oh, her okay. in that okay. damn room. And then that's when Alex like okay. puts his arm around and like provides the support that she needs.
1: Literally, and it was equal to me as when he carries Izzy, Izzy from the Denny Yes.
0: Well, he walks her out of the hospital right when she says, then you become a mother. And right. I thought that yep. was really, really powerful imagery. Yep. And also, yeah, that it was Alex walking her out. And after, like, after what Alex did to Meredith, that also just kind of shows Meredith's character, too, just being yep. like, thanks for helping me out, Krev. Like, we're we're all we're good. good.
1: Yeah, Derek wouldn't have forgiven Krev if it was the other way around. No. Like, I feel like Meredith, yeah, she doesn't—that group of, of now fifth-year residents, they don't hold grudges on each other. I feel like they—yes, they, like, sometimes are mad at someone, but, like, they—when it comes to it, they stick together.
0: yeah. I just yeah. thought him
1: walking her out was, like—
0: And everyone's kind of watching
1: out by like the nurses' station, and it's like that was interesting. Jackson and April are watching together when they're going to have a child of their own someday. Um, Okay, I have a note that says
0: Derek is speaking very highly of Meredith right now, and this is at the end of this episode. Was he talking to Janet?
2: He was talking to Janet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was. Janet was still in the room, and she's like, "Meredith is going to be is a great mother," and blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. But at that point in time, I don't think he really believed it. I think he was bullshitting.
0: I think so, Interesting. Too. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, then I agree with you guys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally, guys, totally.
1: <laughs> I feel like on this same topic, we didn't really get to talk about the repercussions of Chief, like, essentially— Quitting, he loses or, his trial lo- exactly, and I thought it was such. I just really liked these episodes. Like, I loved that he like trained Bailey, but didn't tell her why. Because if he told her, she wouldn't let him do it, right? And so he did this super weird, sneaky way, and I just thought like. I just, Chief, in this moment, was super, like, not selfish at all and, like, shows how much he cares about Meredith and also how much he values Bailey and, like, knows right. that she will, like, that she needs this. Like, this is good for her and that she'll, like, do it well.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: I just thought it was really, I just liked it a lot. And I also, like, I already said this, but I can't get over how similar that scene of Bailey yelling at him for standing up for Meredith was to season 16. Like it's the right. same plot. Oh
0: yeah. I, it, it is exactly the same. I think I have a note about it. I, I said fucking foreshadowing. Bailey does not want to give a reference for Meredith. And yeah. it's saying pretty much the same things to chief. She's and like, this, she does that. Yeah.
2: And with Bailey, like, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like Bailey is very jealous of Meredith. Because I think so. Because Richard always has Meredith's back. Like no matter what they've gone through throughout the years, he always has her back. But Meredith always has Richard's back, whereas Bailey doesn't always have Richard's back, especially in the in the later seasons. Like this dude's been fired two times and Bailey could have done something about it.
1: Yeah, and I, I also think, like, before Meredith came into the picture, um, uh, ba- Bailey was being taught by Richard. Like, he sort of, like, kept, took her under his wing, and I feel like once Meredith got there, he was like, oh, you're good now, Bailey. Like, yeah. like he, gonna she became less important. Flip your wings. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, it's interesting to see mm-hmm. that dynamic. No one stands up for Bailey the way Richard stands up for Meredith, either. I don't think, as much. I don't know uh maybe not maybe it's too um, cool. I think no Meredith I think seems, yeah Meredith stands like, up for Bailey
2: when that whole MRSA thing happened um oh yeah and she got like we're like, yeah we're yeah that's how the OCD, OCD developed yeah like she's the one that stood up for Bailey because I think Jackson wanted to give her the axe
0: yeah I think you're right well and even like in this recent season, like Meredith talking about like how much she respects Bailey and how they're friends. And, yeah, that's you know. true. Yeah. You're right. So.
1: Um, should we talk about Owen and Christina?
0: Yeah, I don't have anything else on Derek and Meredith. Do you? No, Gloria. Okay. I do not. All right. So Christina, starting in this episode, has not had the abortion yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which she had gone to her appointment the night before and decided not to do it. And it's interesting because they kind of set it up. You think like maybe she doesn't like she's questioning it, but I think it's really because she wants Owen to be on board
1: right she yeah, and she wants him to like be there for her right um but also like
2: Christina loves Owen, and yes. like you know it crushes her to have to crush him, but also Christina knows what she wants and what she can't do,
1: right. yes. I thought it was really that, um, so <laughs> the, right early on in that first episode, it's, like, the first time we really talk about it, Meredith pages 911 to Christina, and they're, like, in front of, are they in front of, like, the babies, or the... Maybe. Yeah, and she, um, and, oh, it's, yeah, it's when Meredith so it's says, when she's Meredith says be a mom. yeah, she's gonna be a mom, and uh, Christina goes, I'm going to vomit, yeah. after she says, like, all of the things about, like, I'll just do carpools and this, yeah. um... And then Meredith says to her, maybe you want to be a mom too and that's why you can't go through with it. And then Christina says, and I don't have like the, I think I have most of it. She said-
0: Wait, uh, Gloria, is this the speech you have or you have the other one?
1: Oh yeah. Um,
2: I have the one of Meredith. Okay.
1: Okay. This is, so I have, I wish I wanted a kid because then this would be easy. I would be happy. I would have Owen and my life wouldn't be a mess, but I don't, I don't want a kid. I don't want to make jam. I don't want a carpool. I want to be a surgeon. And then I wrote, she just wants someone to show up for her.
0: Yeah. She says, and she says, I really need you to get this. Right. Like, so she really needs someone to get it. And she doesn't want to be mom. Um, And she wishes it was Owen, but he doesn't get it. So she needs Meredith to be her person. Right. Like, she right. wants it to be Owen, but he doesn't. And so she's like, so I need you to show up tonight at six o'clock. Yeah. And like, I need you to not like question me on this. And and she also admits that she's
1: scared. Right,
2: right. And I love like Sandra O as an actress I love and Christina as a character I love. She's so good in this scene. Like um, I love that one, she can check Meredith and be like, no, that's not what I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also be vulnerable to her her and basically ask her to please understand and to please be there for her. That's not easy for Christina to ask for help and ask for someone to be there for her.
0: I totally agree. And I don't think it's easy for her to admit like her shortcomings and her Exactly. and being vulnerable and scared and like wanting her husband around. You, I don't right. think- Yeah, she I, doesn't do that often.
1: I also think it's really the cool the way they did this where first you're like, "Ooh, Meredith, she doesn't want to be a mom." Like and and then you're like, "Maybe Meredith doesn't get it." But then, like, when, which we'll talk about in a second, like, but then, like, you see that she did listen to Christina, and she's like, okay, like, I respect what you, what you're saying, and, yeah. like, I won't push it, and I won't try to force any other opinion on you.
0: Right. Yeah. So she ends up going, and she gives a speech to Owen, and Gloria, would you like to read, read it?
2: I would. <laughs> All right. So I have... Owen, she didn't have the abortion. She wants to, and she can't do it because of you, because she loves you. And instead of loving her, you're punishing her. For what? For being the woman that you fell in love with? Owen, oh, And then Owen says, this isn't any of your business. And Meredith goes, okay, do you know what will happen to Christina if she has a kid that she doesn't want? It will almost kill her. Trying to pretend that she loves a kid as much as she loves surgery will almost kill her, and it will almost kill your kid. Do you know what it's like to be raised by someone who didn't want you? I do. To know you stood in the way of your mother's career? I do. I was raised by a Christina. My mother was a Christina. And as the child she didn't want, I am telling you, don't do this to her. Because she's, a, she's kind and she cares and she won't make it. The guilt of resenting her own kid will eat her alive.
0: Such so,
1: a good speech. Gloria, you did a really nice job reading that. Also, how did you handwrite oh, you. that? Yeah. Did you have to pause?
2: I did. Okay. I paused many times. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> like, because that's I was long. Like,
2: because, like, I was like, I have to get this. Every time I watch this episode and this season, I'm like, I love this speech. It's the best speech ever. And I
0: totally agree.
2: And to admit to Owen and to herself that Christina is her mother, mm-hmm. like, and that she can still love her best friend. And that she still loved her mom, which is probably why she did name the baby, her baby Ellis, Right. Because like she was aware of how her mother was.
1: Yeah. I think Christina probably helped her soften her idea of her mother. Yeah. I, like um,
0: it, to
2: understand but, her, like right, her reasonings motives. and her manners of manner of thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I
0: think the, the guilt of resenting her own kid will eat her alive. That yeah. is like, that's crazy. Because, yeah. too, she knows, like, Meredith knows how much Christina loves Owen. And, yes, Christina is going to make her choice regardless, but she needs Owen to get it. And mm-hmm. I feel like this speech finally clicked in Owen's mind a little bit.
1: Yeah, it, I right. mean, it got through to him. Can we imagine a world where the way Owen reacted at the end of this episode? Jesus, wow. I if was it like, just ended there and was, like...
0: I was really, really proud of him. Same,
1: that's what I mean. It was like so beautiful, but we know that it like, it comes back. like Exactly. But like and how perfect it would be if it had just ended like that. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: And like, even with Owen, like I know that he's greatly hated. Yes. Um, by the on-call room <laughs> community. <laughs> but Owen, like, I like Owen to an extent. And it's because he is always a ride or die for the woman he loves at the given time. Like, he's yeah. always there for Christina, even though Christina can be selfish at times. Mm-hmm. And even with like Amelia, he's always there for Amelia and she always shits on him. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Christina aborted his baby and was still there for her and still in love with her. And, yeah. You know, like he's always there and it's almost to a fault. Like it doesn't matter if he's going to get completely crushed and obliterated because of it. He's still always there.
1: Yeah. I think it's, I, I, agree, I agree that like when it finally comes to the moment when he needs to step up, like he's the person jumping in the manhole. He's yeah. like, yeah. He's, he's the take action. He's the whatever. I think what's hard is when I think like, I mean, he does this, but then he uses it against her. Like, yes. like, to me, if you're yes. going to be all in and be there for someone, I just think it's important that then you can't. You don't hold it against them. Right. Exactly. Don't bring
2: it up at a different time because you're upset.
1: But I'm going to pretend in this happy little world of this episode that this is all we've seen. And yeah. we don't know what comes next because it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she,
0: I feel really, she says, I didn't change my mind and Owen says, let's go. And right. I and Christina's response of her crying, yeah, like a, I started yeah. crying. Same.
1: It was like a immediate breakdown. Yeah, it was
0: like, oh yes. my God, thank God right. that like you're gonna be with me in this, like, this moment. I really, really right. need you. I, I wrote, this is heartbreaking. It was really hard to watch. It was great acting.
1: And before it, too, there was the part where he says, like, would you be able to saw off my leg. That's what he says. To her. Oh, like,
0: no. He said you would saw off my leg for me, wouldn't you? Right.
1: And and then he, she goes, yeah, and I'd give you a good stump. Not like that guy. Like yeah. I'd do it well. Yeah. Whatever. Um,
2: and like yeah. the fact that she broke down, like I think we all, we've we all felt that. We're like, yes, we can get comfort from our friends and we can get, you know, like comfort from other places. Right. But in certain times, for example, like when a kid is sick and all they want is their mom. Yeah that I feel is like what Christina was feeling. Like yes. I finally have the person that I need right to get me through this.
0: Yeah, I I need I need this not only do I need this person to be there for me but I need this person to understand why I'm doing right. this. And I think in that moment he finally did. Right. I think yeah. so too.
1: Um I just have a couple of, like, random notes. So do I. But wait, my can I say why one that goes along with Owen? Yeah. I said Owen shows up for a man in a pit and not for his wife. <laughs> this was in the first episode before I knew what yeah. was coming. But I was um, like, he jumped in a manhole. Yeah, I was just like, I could not
0: imagine having to amputate my partner's leg.
1: No. That's... I did write, husband's going to cut off his wife's leg. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, I did you catch
2: what the little scene where it shows the flap of her skin Ew,
1: no. like
2: you can like thank god it looks like a little hole like Ooh. there's the skin and then the Ooh. hole and then the bone that shit was so gross <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i was like I-
1: oh i also wrote uh, in regards to the man sinkhole sorry i go wow buried alive this is intense that boy that was like yeah just his hand yeah how do you come back from
0: that? Um, I thought the guy amputating his wife's leg was so intense when yeah. he was like screaming and like I was like Jesus. It was like twenty seven
1: hours, except yeah. someone else's. And my
0: only other note is a Gray not leaving the hospital was really putting everyone in jeopardy and of a Who? lawsuit. When Meredith didn't leave the hospital when she got fired, was putting oh. the whole hospital <laughs> in jeopardy <laughs> She's, well, of a lawsuit. Like it's you need to go.
1: Yeah. Um, I made a note about like things that joke things that don't hold up. One is that Christina made an anthrax joke about Alex, which like such timely, like oh, yeah. anthrax is not really as much of a thing as yeah. it was then. And also the dad of that son was holding the silly bands bracelets. Do you remember those? No. Did you do you remember those, Gloria?
2: I do. I remember my wrist being too fat. <laughs>
1: oh no, to actually damn put the silly bands. Damn them. But they're shaped like animals. Like, oh. so when they're, when they're not on oh, your wrist. Oh, I do know
0: what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was in
1: a weird phase in college, and, like, every, I wore so many of them, and they're for, like, small children. That's odd. It was like I was trying uh, to connect with yeah. youth. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I think it's because I also worked at a summer camp.
0: Well, that's probably a big reason why. And everyone traded them. Um, in the first episode, I don't know what the song was in the beginning, but I really liked it, that I wrote a note about it. I Perfect. I said, I like this song. Um, Gloria, do you have any random notes?
2: Um, random note: the speech that that Bailey gives um, R- Richard when he's like, "I need you to write a recommendation for Meredith," and then starts to walk off, and she goes off. I'm like, "To whom it may concern." That was wonderful. Like, yeah, like
1: when she reads when she finally gets to her name. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor
2: Miranda great. Bailey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's so great,
2: and she does that in this new season too where she's like dr miranda bailey i approve this message
1: oh yes yeah, she, yes yeah, she does <laughs> she does full circle yeah um any other random notes um
2: i don't think so
0: i don't really have anything um Do we want to do notes and trivia?
1: Sure, I'll do the first one. Oh, there's a really funny goof of a goof. Do you see that? Yeah, it's like, what? (laughs) Okay, Uh, the notes and trivia for Free Falling. This episode's title originated from the song Free Falling by Tom Petty. The episode scored 10.38 million viewers. I don't know why this matters, but the prep dates for the episode were from July 6, 2011 to July 14th. Filming was scheduled from July 15th to July 26th mark's make, mark makes a common mistake when he mentions making a patient look like frankenstein he obviously intends to refer to the monster but in the story of frankenstein frankenstein is the doc, doctor who created the monster oh my God. and he is thus not the monster himself i didn't know that i
0: didn't i don't think i knew that but either. i guess
1: yeah dr frankenstein i know that phrase so yeah so what's the, monster yeah. called? What's, the what's the monster's name
2: but they always call the monster frankenstein yeah,
1: yeah that's weird uh, this is the first and only episode to show the lives of patients before they get injured or end up at the hospital. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Which is why it felt weird. Yeah.
0: Like, who the fuck are these people?
1: This episode introduces created by Shonda Rhimes after the intro title card. And there's a goof. Early in the episode, Dr. Kepner calls out to Jackson Avery, but can clearly be heard calling Jesse, Jesse, instead of the character's name. Oh, that's <gasps> funny. It that is really fun. And another goof, early in the episode, Zola clearly goes from being awake to asleep to awake to asleep to awake, depending on the shot as she's being handed over by Derek to Meredith. Huh.
0: That poor
2: baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: she's gone. This episode um, title originated from the song She's Gone, originally sung by Hall & Oates. This episode scored 10.39 million viewers. Kyler Lee has no lines in this episode. Okay, this is weird. Goof. <laughs> Curiously, Arizona knows what a Gunther is, whereas Mark doesn't. Mark has worked at the hospital longer than her, so it'd be more logical if he knew about a Gunther and she didn't. And then it says, <laughs> incorrect goof. Arizona was only in, <laughs> inter, introduced after Mark. It is unknown how long she has been working at the hospital at the time of her appearance. This can explain why <laughs> she knows what a Gunther is and Mark doesn't. She's like- ridiculous! Someone
1: thought of a goof and then someone came in and was like, this is, this not, is not a goof. correct
0: goof. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Catherine Fox Award. Who do we want to give it to?
1: Gloria, do you have any nominations?
2: Richard Weber.
1: That's what I was thinking. Oh, that's a great he, one.
2: Like he won it all though, because <laughs> he...
1: His wife got the text Protects <laughs> Meredith.
2: Like his wife got Alzheimer's. <laughs> He's how many days sober now? Like... He's making moves to protect Meredith. He's calling different hospitals to say, hey, you need to hire this chick. And-
0: He gives Henry the device.
2: He gives Henry the device. Like, he's just, he gave Bailey a freaking medical, a trial. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he he deserves it. He's walking out of scenes.
0: He's
1: walking out (laughs) (laughs) just- making yep. moves yeah. I, and he's I think,
2: happy it's not like it's a hardship for him because he's gonna get to be with his wife
1: yeah he calls Adele at the end and it's like yeah. nope I'm coming home to dinner not a mistake yeah I think we forgot she was dying yeah. or having Alzheimer's and maybe dying I mean
2: um, it, basically dying
1: yeah I agree on. I okay rating it Gloria what's your rating out of 10 scalpels
2: mm. each episode um, no, combined
1: combined yep
2: Combined, I'll give it an eight. Nice,
1: Gabby. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I said your name first. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna
0: give it an eight as well. I felt really good about it. Maybe an eight point five. I, I really liked it.
1: I was gonna give it an eight point five. Yeah, I yeah, I thought it was like just as exciting as a f- uh, finale. Like yeah. there was a lot mm-hmm. happening. There was a lot of storylines. I think I really
0: liked it too. How like the Owen and Christina storyline wrapped up. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, 8.5 for me. Now, my favorite part. Yes. Um, what do we call this? Boards? Clipboards? <laughs> uh, Bulletin
1: board? Uh, OR board? The OR board.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, Gloria, now is your opportunity. It's your platform um, mm-hmm. to talk about what you're interested in, what you're listening to, or give your recommendations for something other than the on-call room.
2: <laughs> um. I'm interested in everything Harry Potter. Mm. Yes. What's your house? Um, Gryffindor.
1: Nice. Gryffindor!
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry.
1: What's your favorite? Here, quick. Favorite book?
2: Favorite book? Oh, shit. It changes. Half-Blood Prince. It cha-
1: okay, perfect. And favorite movie?
2: Favorite movie? Goblet of Fire.
1: Nice. That's my favorite movie. Wow. You guys like the one that they have terrible hair?
2: Yeah. It was the one that was most, like fun like it was going from that too but it was the (laughs) one that was going from childlike to more serious like holy shit shit is really going down now yes yeah you know
1: also, in my Advent calendar, which is Harry Potter, uh, like little Funkos, each day is I'm like a jealous. New- yeah, <laughs> follow me on Instagram if you'd like to see my nice. ones. Uh, by the time this airs, it will be done. But um, <laughs> today, I got Victor Crumb. They're they're. This- I think it's Goblet of Fire themed because it's like the Yule Ball. They're oh, all in their Yule Ball outfits. Oh, that's fun. Which makes me sad that I might not get like a Luna because she's not in that. book Oh, yet. is that your favorite? Aww. I just think I really like her. I'd like a little tiny Luna.
2: Oh, but uh. I admire Nini.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, part, sorry. So you were saying you really like Harry mm-hmm. Potter.
2: Yep. Um, I like doing puzzles. I <gasps> complete them, I glue them, and then I
1: frame oh, them. Oh, That's fun. Um,
2: How do you glue
1: them? Like paint glue? The kind you like there's uh, like puzzle have, like, glue.
2: Uh, oh. Not hodgepodge, but there's a puzzle glue, like Elmer's makes them. And yeah, you just you pour it over the completed puzzle, you spread it out, let it dry.
1: Wow. And, yeah. and then you frame it. I was thinking and you, you frame put it. glue on the bottom at first. When you put a piece down, but that would be a terrible way to do a puzzle.
0: I we Our family was yeah. never really big into puzzles, but I remember a friend of mine had a Muppets puzzle glued and framed. And I always thought, huh, mm-hmm. our family doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my story about yeah. puzzles. I kind of
1: just want to have one always like on my counter. Yeah. For like anyone. But you time. would
0: hate having just puzzle pieces out.
1: I'd have to you complete it. You <laughs> would want to kill yourself. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, big fan of puzzles. Love that.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Moulin Rouge. Oh, which great. I just read, I just finished listening to the podcast a few days ago. I think it was like season six, where y'all where were we singing sang- the Moulin <laughs> Rouge songs. I posted it on Facebook, but it gave me life. I was like, <laughs> I know what y'all are experiencing. <laughs> right like because you- my friend and I we used to sing it like she used to be um, Satine and I used to yep. be uh, what's Christian. oh God, Christian <laughs> It is awesome. I love
1: it. I'm watching Star Wars for the first time. And I'm we started with episodes one, two and three. And I'm like, why is Christian Obi-Wan? Or yeah, like this is a, I'm like, he should be singing Elf at Love Medley right yeah. now, not lightsaber fighting.
2: <laughs> no, ma'am. You got to start with four, five and six.
1: Too late. I'm already I'm too far gone.
2: It's okay. I've only seen one, two, three, and seven, eight. Nice. The first ones I pass out on. I can't, I can't get them.
1: (laughs) But yeah, well, that's any podcast that our listeners should listen to.
2: Uh, Binge Mode, Harry Potter. Hell Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's... And um, to on start room. it over and listen and to the it on-call. again. Yeah, and then start over the on-call
1: room. Perfect. <laughs> but oh, don't yes. listen to the first season. <laughs> no, just skip season one of our podcast. We're finding our groove. <sighs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Y'all did good. We were doing Let's a say. Gunther.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 doing a Gunther <laughs> season one. Turns out no one was the Gunther. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was no Gunther. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should re-record like an intro and... Say that,
0: yeah, and like put it in the beginning of this all the- season
1: as a Gunther, yeah. <laughs> we were finding and play we're that we're cl- finding our groove, play that clip of Bailey going, They're still figuring out their groove, yeah, right? We should do that. <laughs> um, so, anyways, well, well so we fun, are, yeah.
0: We are so grateful for you coming, being a patron, coming on the podcast, giving all your insight.
2: Um, Thank you for having me
0: for we-
1: living in Atlanta.
2: Oh, <laughs> we're
0: yeah, just very grateful.
1: We'd love if you would call time of death and okay. then <laughs> Lisp today twice. I said those other word. I said I don't know, but that death was quite the death. time of death. time of death. And then don't hang up because we'll talk to you afterwards. You sounded like oh, okay. Sid from MySage. <laughs> wait, wait, redo your Sid voice. I can't. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: sorry, Gloria. Go ahead. Okay, time of death twenty thirty six.